Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Red and White Authority. This is episode number 40, and it gives me a great pleasure. Another return guest here on the Red and White Authority, uh, Red Wing now... It's Lisa McDowell, the Red Wing team nutritionist, but is it competitive team nutritionist? Isn't, isn't it a little more of a, a, a title than just team nutritionist? Performance nutritionist. Oh, performance. <laughs> All, right. All right. Competitive. I, I'm not sure exactly what that would even mean. All right. So performing, performance team nutritionist. Lisa McDowell is back from the Detroit Red Wings. Thank you for having me back. Uh, well, it's, it's my pleasure, Lisa. It was a, quite an introduction, uh, but... The reason Lisa is here today, not only was she a great guest and the response was overwhelming the first time when we had her on during Red Wing training camp, uh, is that this is the holiday season. Uh, is this really, out of all the times of year, is this really the most difficult for a person to control their eating habits, their, their weight, their diet? Because everybody seems, you're seeing people you haven't seen in years, perhaps. You're going to every party imaginable. Uh, before you know it, you get on that scale on uh, January 2nd, and you're like 15 pounds heavier. Is, is, well, I mean, is that just the, the, you know, the burden of being a human being? <laughs> well, I, and I think what's funny what you said is that January 1st is coming. So we begin to anticipate that um, the deprivation train is headed our way, right? <laughs> so it's uh, the Last Supper mindset um, that we're looking to start new resolutions in January. So we are going to uh, overindulge during the Christmas season as well as uh, New Year's Eve, right? Well, isn't that the way we rationalize? It's mm -hmm. like, hey, well, the New Year's coming up. I'll, I'll get back on my, my diet, my resolution, and bam, I'm going to be okay. So let me have as many pieces of pie as my yep. stomach will hold. Yeah, and, and it's... It's interesting because the time of the year is such that we've got Mercury is in retrograde and the winter solstice is December 21st. So it's counterintuitive with our circadian rhythm. We really just want to kind of hibernate under the, the covers, uh, but instead we end up hurling ourselves into a frenzied state of overcommitment and lot, lots of parties being overextended. So. You know, some may say it's just not natural with the seasons, um, but of course, many of us are blessed with uh, many par parties, family obligations, and you know, if we view this more as a blessing instead of um, stressing to say yes to everybody and putting taking care of ourselves first, then I think the season goes much better. So, actually, what you're saying is, if I've if I've caught your drift, and by the way, people are going to want to know this. Last time Lisa was here, she had a kale. <laughs> Shirt on, just said kale. Today, this one's Farm Detroit with a fist holding a bunch of vegetables. I think it's like radishes and carrots and. Not great. Yeah, it's great, great, Lisa. And you didn't ask where I got it. <laughs> so this one came from Justin and Julie Abdelkader. Oh, really? No, so they, <laughs> They're all about the greening of Detroit. Well, well, we know that he's into cold pressed juices. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the guy lives by them. All right, with that said, because. I don't know, animals or mammals, a lot of them tend to hibernate during the winter time. This should be a period because of who we are genetically or mm -hmm. biologically, yep. this should be a time where we should be eating less, where yep. our bodies don't want to 
nourish themselves as much, you know? It, yeah, it's, it's and kind sleeping of weird, more, right? Right, sleeping yeah. more and just protecting ourselves because it's wintertime. Yep, exactly, exactly. But instead, you know, we're thrown into this frenzy where even with the kids and their sports schedules, there's all these tournaments over the holidays um, for, for kids and there's concerts at schools. There's just so many obligations. Wow, it's 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 that that's amazing. Well, let's first tackle the Red Wings. We know that you have your, the the special potion you give them after each ten minutes after each game. They all drink it. We know that, uh, as we said, Justin Abdicator loves his cold pressed juices. Other guys are into, you know, a couple guys sneak a piece of pizza there once in a while. But uh, you know, they they're they're on a very rigid kind of diet system that they all enjoy. I mean, it's plentiful. It's not like they're being starved or anything. But this time of year, you know, guys, especially the European players, probably have people coming over from Europe and, you know, mom wants to make her, you know, her Swedish meatballs or, you know, whatever, you know, the delicacies and all that. How guarded are the Red Wings or do you allow them to cheat a little bit? So, you know, again, we definitely take the approach of the 80-20, where 80% of the calories are, are pretty functional for performance, and then 20% are your live a little indulgences. Um, I think the guys are uh, committed to being aware of the schedule and not indulging when they know they've got a game coming up. Um, but we try to have them fill up on the good stuff, the colorful fruits and vegetables, so their plates are, you know, stocked, um, and they're getting the good calories first, and then maybe saving a little bit of room for some of their specialty cultural favorites. We have a lot of guys from different countries where seasonally they may only get that once a year. So, of course, we try to work that into their, uh, their schedule. There's a lot of Americans on this team. And we know that uh, you know we're, we're notoriously known as having probably the worst diets in the world and just binging constantly. Mm -hmm. um, do you have to really watch out for those players? We do. We do. Actually, Dylan Larkin just said that his mom makes like the most delicious sugar cookies, and they have an open house on Christmas where I think it's just open all day, so they're entertaining visitors all day. So he said, you know, he's got to be aware of, you know, how many of those sugar cookies come on his plate, right? Is there something, they get, I think it's a three-day Christmas break, uh, 23rd, 24th, and 25th, yep. and then I think they play at New Jersey on the 26th, so they probably have to fly out on Christmas night. Is there an elixir, a magic Lisa potion that, they can, that you can give that will flush out all the junk they've been eating? Actually, there, there kind of is. We, we, we've got some suggestions for uh, when um, you know, alcohol is part of the family festivities, and that is to alternate the drinks with uh, a good eight ounces of water in between alcoholic beverages maybe load up on some extra B vitamins, um, especially the, the thiamine and B12. And uh, there's some research that shows chlorella can help a little bit with that detox. So <laughs> taking a few of uh, those chlorella bits that we have. Now, what, I, what is a chlorella? Chlorella, it's, it's like a CLG. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been shown to help with detoxification of the liver. So you give them, you give them like seaweed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Can, can we? Can, is it over the counter? Can it we is. buy it too? It is. It's called recovery bits. Recovery bits. Now, 
What is it? Instead of a bag of chips, you eat a bag of seaweed? Yeah. You don't put water in it or anything like no. that. It's not, it's not like a sea monkey, right? No, correct. <laughs> correct. So, so, you, so I should be eating seaweed and drinking eight ounces of water. Is, 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 that, is, that, is that what we should be doing? Not, not a bad idea to try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, uh, so is there any kind of special treat that you have for them over this time too that you will make that maybe to show them that this is, it's delicious and it's actually good for you? Yep, so we, we partner with our chefs here and offer some special treats that are high in um, the, the sweeter foods that offer good micronutrients for energy as well. So things that are maybe cookies made with dates or some peanut butter and dark chocolate. Um, just, you know, again, a small sweet treat. But usually the players are with their families during the holidays. And again, we've got these cultural preferences that they're getting from their wives and family um, and enjoying at, uh, you know, at the holidays. So, you know, one of the, the funniest examples, I was talking to Nick Cronwell and Gus Nyquist, and they said that they have um, a Swedish tradition that they wanted me to uh, have an open mind to. And uh -oh. if you think that my chlorella sounds bad, um, this uh -oh. one, you know, actually sounds uh, pretty scary. But there's apparently a sour herring that um, has the... Um, most putrid smell in the world. It's been studied, I guess. So it's some. It's called surstroming, and it's a fermented pickled herring. And because the the smell is so strong, it's either eaten outdoors, and um, the can it has to be opened underwater, or else people will throw up. Oh. So this is this is something the Swedes so do. They, so that's a way to purge yourself, yeah, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I if you're eating too much, you soak up a can of this stuff, and man, it's all out yeah. of you. So that's that's kind of funny. Really? So so they they but they actually eat. It because it's delicious. Uh, it's part of their heritage and uh, offered at Christmas time. You know, they also joke that some of the players they just don't indulge at Christmas time. They're they're just so committed and they're they don't deviate from their routines and they just have you know really strong willpower and say no. During and that's that's Nick Cronwell. He just doesn't really mm -hmm. except this. Putrid yeah. herring. Well, I think it's in their family. I, I don't know that he actually eats it. <laughs> I, I wonder if that's something that we can buy. It is. It is. The guys were showing YouTube videos of it. So Really? Really? Yeah. So you can get it here in the United yeah. States? Yep. Oh, wow. So okay. strumming. Okay, so those are strange player holiday traditions. I, yeah. I would imagine that opening up a can of herring that makes you sick is probably the strangest. <laughs> Strangest one I've heard. Yeah, yeah really. Uh, during the course of the season, is there? Any, do you modify their diets or what they're doing or what they're eating, or just before this season begins, do you uh, give them things that are might be high in fiber and less in calorie, if that makes any sense? Something yep, along absolutely. Those lines. You know. We try to fill the plates with the good things first. So eating seasonally is something I think that they enjoy. You know, they just get sick of the same food all the time. So looking, coming into the Christmas season, we know things like clementines and pomegranates, Brussels sprouts, root vegetables, um, 
chestnuts, you know, these seasonal foods are available. And so working those into their menus is, I think, something they appreciate. So Brussels sprouts are good for you. Very good, yes, mm -hmm. yes. And in, the, in the root vegetables. Again, like you said, for the fiber, which gives them really excellent blood sugar control. So when we avoid those blood sugar spikes, then we're able to tap into our fat stores more for fuel and preserve the muscle glycogen so that they have more energy. You know, you, I, I don't know if it, making a comeback is the proper term for this uh, piece of, I, I would say, candy, but we have heard just great things that granted probably in moderation about dark chocolate. Mm -hmm. Why is dark chocolate so delicious or good for you as opposed to my favorite? The milk chocolate. Milk chocolate. So, so the sugar content is much lower in dark chocolate and it's very high in flavanols which have been shown to uh, really help protect the cells and uh, fuel sport a little bit better. So we do like to work um, like more than 70% cacao, dark chocolate, um, into their diet. But again, if you're looking for a sweet treat ending, a lot of the players will enjoy a nice cup of hot tea that might have a little bit of flavoring, maybe a little bit of Manuka honey, which is an unusual type of honey um, from New Zealand, from the Manuka shrub that has a lot of antibacterial properties or maybe just a couple of Hershey Kisses, you know, just a, enough for a little bit of a sweet treat, or maybe a mini candy cane. Mini, but everything is mini. Small, small, small amounts, everything yeah. Is, They're not gorging on, on the huge uh, pieces so, of pie. Let me ask you this. We know Dylan Larkin on Christmas Day, as his family is entertaining everybody yeah you know it's, it's an open house yeah people are coming and going people maybe he hasn't seen as i said earlier you haven't seen in years or you know maybe uh you know aunt bessie who no one thought was going to come down from toronto or something makes an appearance yep and she has you know her sugar plum yep. cookie pie we know it's an obligation to his aunt almost to pay homage to her yep that he's going to eat a piece of pie like that. Yeah, for sure. And he know he's going to eat at least, I would say, three to five sugar cookies. But he's young. Yeah. He's like 21 years old. He can get away with that. Maybe Mr. Larkin, I'm not sure how old his dad, <laughs> probably should stay away from that. Or just have one. Yeah. Yeah, right, 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 um, right. I mean, it, but it is difficult when you, because, you know, once you start... It's like a snowball effect, yeah. right? Once you start eating it, and then your body, if you haven't been eating it, yeah. kind of craves it, right? And yeah. so then you, before you know it, boom, you're, you're off on a binge. Yeah, and I, you know, the difference is, I think you would look to Dylan and see what, what else is he doing that day? Are they going out and playing pond hockey? You know, probably a good chance of that. Or a flag football game. What other, you know, games opportunities are they are they doing? I know in my own family we do like a March Madness ping pong bracket. So the family's <laughs> playing each other. So there's not a lot of sitting down or or there's a foosball tournament or basketball, um, you know, lots of different uh, Olympic style competitions. So I, I know Christmas doesn't need to be a competition for whatever reason in our family it is. Um, and we do it to see who washes the dishes, you know. <laughs> I'm uh, sure Jesus would approve that. <laughs> yeah. So one, one of my friends, their family does who can hold a wall sit the longest oh my <laughs> to, to not wash the dishes. So well, how about for the family that 
watches a Christmas story mm -hmm. all 24 hours because you know they're not getting up off that couch. Yeah. I mean, that's all they do. What can they do if they, you know, part of their holiday tradition is to sit around and listen to Nat King Cole records or, yep. you know, just sit around and discuss and, and have conversation and, you know, as I said, watch whatever, you know, because Christmas stories on, you know, TNT or whatever, 24, yep. you know, seven middle I, You thing. know, some, sometimes I think it's a lot of fun to mix it up and maybe to pull out some of the old games like Dance Dance Revolution or Guitar Hero, um, Rock Band, right? Um, the Wii, you know, playing or, or snowboarding on the Wii, just something to get up. And even if you're just watching, it's that that's a lot of fun to do. Don't pull out Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> right, right. But doing, doing, you know. Holiday edition. I, you know, the, 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 the guitar hero and in, in the uh, rock band, th those are a lot of fun for families to do together. Lisa, you're such an upbeat person. <laughs> you're very, very optimistic. You have a sensational outlook on life. You wear, you know, inspirational shirts with <laughs> say kale and farm Detroit on it. This time of year, do you ever have to maybe seek some sort of professional counseling because you think it's just a losing battle no matter what you try to do? Because people are people and they're going to indulge. They are. Um, you know, I, my, my family makes me laugh. My brother buys me bacon flavored candy canes. So, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, you just need to enjoy life and, and show the gratitude for the family that you have and try to make it less about the stress. Where I think most people, when they look back over time, they don't remember the things, but they remember the times that they spent together. My, my favorite holidays for Thanksgiving are when we run the turkey trot as a family. That's so much fun. And then, you know, the guys sit and watch the lions all day. But at least we ran the turkey trot. And that, of course, is the way that they expunge excess calories, yep. is watching the lions and then getting yeah, physically ill. Yeah, I don't know that Ill. it evens out, but <laughs> it's a little better. Uh, uh, so is there a couple players that at the end of this, when they're you know they're going to be traveling and the schedule you know really picks up again. Yeah. I mean they have yeah. a they have a few days off, obviously three days off, which is great, and they yeah. do spend time with their families. That's you know I'm, I'm going to use Dylan because we yeah. know that we know what he's going to be doing. Yeah. Um, you know where you know where Dylan Larkin comes in, you know tail between his legs, even though he's this athletic 21 year old yeah. gifted hockey player, and says, "Geez, oh, Lisa, you know not only was it." the sugar cookies, yep. but it was the pumpkin pie. Yep. I ate, you know, I ate a whole honey baked ham myself. Uh, you know, is there something that can really, and I know I've kind of asked you Absolutely. this before, but you know, but is there something I can do right now to, to try to really, really flesh mm -hmm. my out, my, myself out without like using a suppository or something? <laughs> <laughs> so what, well, we could give like a lot of sauerkraut and, uh, you know, definitely make the, the options very lean right. um, when we return. So working with the chefs to uh, make them a little more plant-centric, um, eliminating the cheeses and, and uh, some of the additions into our recipes that we might normally have so that the plates are extremely um, fuel-efficient, um, so meaning easier to digest but high in fiber. So foods like 
your sweet potatoes and your asparagus and your broccoli and Brussels sprouts. They will be very heavy on the vegetables and we will be eating the rainbow, not just uh, five a day, but at least five colors a day. Really five. Now, I saw you up in the press box mm -hmm. and I am eating gummy bears. Yes. And you looked at me and you were a little bit, you know, Disappointed. I think you're crestfallen, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I told you I was eating the rainbow. Yes. yes. I thought that was good. And you said it's the wrong rainbow. It's the wrong rainbow. So we want to make sure that they're getting their, their blueberries and their carrots and, and their bananas and their spinach, right? So 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 that's what so that's what you make sure. You know, you have a you have a great job and you're by far excellent at it as I know, but it's it can be a little tough, I think, sometimes when you have jackasses like me. <laughs> No. We're constantly throwing things your way. No, you work long hours and you know it's it's your point about like gummy bears and some of those sugar um, snacks. I think those are kind of our go-to snacks during the holidays. In the majority I think of people would say that maybe that's their biggest downfall is that I know I also work at the hospital and we'll see patients and families bring us so many treats. Um, so you've got lots of um, candy dishes and cookies and donuts. And um, if we're up late at night because we were invited to a party and then we know we're getting less sleep because we still have to get up and go to work. So when we don't get enough sleep, our cortisol levels are high. That makes us crave more carbohydrates, more of the snack foods. So when you're working long days, I can understand why you would be craving the gummy bears. Well, you know, you talk about sleep, and now that I have a Fitbit, we're going to get yep. into the Fitbit a little bit here, or whatever, Fit Pro, yep. whatever this is called. It wasn't like, I didn't spend an exorbitant amount yep. of money on this thing, but it's been kind of cool about steps and all that kind of stuff. Um, the thing that I, that, you know, is sleep, and, and I'm really interested in timing sleep, and I'm actually sleeping more than I thought. Yeah. Um... But it's right around anywhere from like, some days it's only like five and a half hours, but it, it'll be like six hours to, to in the seven range. So like 7.15, 7.45. I'm a little bit older, so I know I don't need as much sleep. But should, and I know we can't catch up on sleep, but it seems every study you read these days, regardless of age, sleep is so important. If somebody is burning the candle at both yeah. ends this time of year, as we do have a tendency, would you say, listen, try to at least get one day or two days a week where you're at least getting eight, if not 10 or yeah, something absolutely. to catch up? Is that, is, is that something that you would recommend for somebody who, as we said, this time of year, there's a lot going on? It, yeah, I absolutely would recommend um, trying to store up the sleep. There, there have been studies that have shown us that you can actually catch up a little bit on your sleep. We know that we need to get through five sleep cycles every night, so we're looking at seven, eight hours of sleep, so like 90 minutes of sleep cycle. So that's 35 in a week. So for our players, we know that if they're missing out um, and they're only at like 30 sleep cycles in a week, that that's gonna cause a problem. So they're guarding their naps pretty, pretty close. 
and that's something that we also can do, you know, taking a 10, 30 minute nap um, after work before going out for the party and then really trying to catch up on the weekend. If, if you don't have to get up, not setting your alarm and letting your body wake up naturally and then paying attention to your circadian clock um, so that you know um, when you wake up in the morning that you've done the best that you can and you're going to try to optimize the day, um, getting some good sunshine in the morning, some physical activity, and then trying to avoid the heavy fat foods before nighttime. Too much alcohol doesn't allow us to get into our deep sleep cycles. And then if our body temperature is really high from eating late at night as well, that's going to prevent a good night's sleep and lowering the temperature in, in your bedroom. Now we've talked about this and this was one of the most things that people have brought up to me and mm -hmm. it seems to be a woman man thing yeah. where men say turn it down to zero yeah. I don't care yeah, yeah that's great where women want you know you warm know, fluffies the, the, the flannel pjs the with fluffies. the feet in them yeah, yeah I, I can relate yeah, so, so it's a difference in our hemoglobin men have more iron they they have higher hemoglobin and so their body temperature just runs higher so they are hot at night we are cold um so what can you do about that? There, there are different types of um, systems for the beds where there's one called a chili pad where the, the guys can put it under their mattress and it cools them down. But I would suggest that the women just get an extra blanket and keeping the room at 65, 66 degrees at night. Because the science is there, the colder it is in your bedroom, the deeper you get into your sleep cycles. Hear that, ladies? <laughs> I hate to say that because I like the warm fluffies well, well, too. <laughs> But, you know, again, I don't want to bring me constantly into the conversation, but I, I have a tendency to do that. I can put on a pair of slippers, gym shorts, and a t-shirt and actually shovel snow and feel great. That's probably not a good thing to do. No, probably not. And you might want to donate blood because your iron's probably really high. Is, is that what it is? Yeah. I'm O negative, too. Yeah. Universal donor. Yep. So really, is it, so that's what it is. It could be, yeah. So, because I seem to be warm constantly. Mm -hmm. I mean, no matter what. And I don't think it's like, you know, the excess weight that I have on no, me or something like that. No, it's usually your iron or your thyroid. You just might be hyperthyroid Because I'm it's just like, yeah. I mean, I just can, you know. Always running warm. Right. I, 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 I wear a vest. I wear a vest <laughs> in the wintertime. Yep. You know, I, I, I mean, even a winter coat, and when I, when I shovel snow and I put on the layers, I know layers is important, I just have to peel that stuff off me. I don't mean to be, I, like I played a hockey game. I know how yeah. those guys Well, you can just see you have color in your cheeks now. Like I'm pale as a ghost and you've got <laughs> no, your cheeks. Got some, no, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, uh, all right. Okay. Enough about me. Let's, let, let's move on. We have a lot of questions from the audience that came today. And, okay. Uh, but, you know, I, I really do want to wrap it up because I think that the one thing that we have a tendency to forget um, about professional athletes are they are people too. And that they have the same, you know, well, the word I'm looking for, temptation, yep. shall I say, yep. just, just as we do. So this time of year, even the Detroit Red Wings, the players themselves, have to try to keep it in check. Yep. And it's even difficult for them. It is. And, you know, I, I think they're encouraged to enjoy their family traditions but keeping an eye on their plate and then maybe looking at their whole day um, and looking for opportunities to maybe um, tweak things. So, so like for example, 
there's so much sugar uh, in, in our diets that we're faced with, and the recommendation is you know, 25 grams of added sugar in a day, which is very minimal. And so one can of soda is 40 grams of sugar. So if you can imagine, that's 10 teaspoons of sugar. But then there are these rich drinks at some of the um, coffee houses that have 85, 100 grams of sugar. Um, in like a cinnamon roll frappuccino or whatever, you know, so maybe that's My the caramel morning. macchiato yeah. is not good for me. So, so maybe if you know you're going to have pumpkin pie, and pumpkin pie has usually about 16 grams of sugar in it, so if you know you're going to have a pumpkin pie on Christmas night, then maybe skip some of those and just get the black coffee, right, and, and get rid of uh, the, the, the sugar and really plan ahead, right? Plan your indulgences ahead and get rid of the simple sugar. You know, we always hear things about moderation, and, you know, yep. I, I, you know when I first became a coffee drinker as a young person, I, I was probably like most coffee, beginning coffee drinkers, you know, tablespoons of sugar, yep. all kinds of cream or milk, and yep. then a little bit of coffee. Yep. As I've grown up, I just drink it black now. Yep. Just just completely black. Yeah. Is there a, and, and this is another thing that we hear all the time, you know, depending on the study, can't, black coffee especially. Coffee's not bad for you no. if you have like coffee's two cups great. a day or something. Yep. So is great. coffee good for you? Coffee's great, tea's great. So enjoy So coffee's those. great, but as long as you don't, it's what we put into it that it makes is. it not so great. It is. Really, we should be looking to not add sugar to it. So At all. Yeah. Don't add sugar to anything. Well, I, we get enough in our day without adding it. So. Well, you know, I'm part of the generation where cereal was still good to eat during the day mm -hmm. or in the morning. So yeah. I would get, you know, whatever it was. It's always a Kellogg product, probably, because mm -hmm. they're in yeah, Battle Creek, Michigan. Michigan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I would eat it. And then, you know, I would eat it all up. And there's always some milk sugar at the milk. bottom. <laughs> yeah. And then there is just like a, just a big wad of sugar in there, yeah. you know, a cat coagulated or whatever the word is. And, of course, I would down that, right. too. Um, so I would say if your cereal turns your milk blue or like Count Chocula, maybe not. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, but the chocolate milk it makes, yeah. right? And chocolate milk, although delicious, mm -hmm. is probably not good for you. Yeah, you, you know, again, if you're earning it and you're working out and you're trying to like regenerate um, your cells um, as a post-workout replacement beverage, right. there's a place for that. But if you're just you know, genuinely drinking it throughout the day. No, it's going to exceed the amount of sugar that we should have. You know, one thing that we didn't really touch upon uh, the last time you were here, and I, I did hear this from people that do work out or try mm -hmm. uh, to replenish their mm -hmm. system. You know, I like those um, uh, vitamin water zero things. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because they're always on the Big Bang Theory. They must have a, a deal with them because they're, they're always drinking them. Yeah. You can see the zero, but I like them. I mm -hmm. do like them, and I try not to drink the other ones or Gatorade. Or, or is there something to, that replenishes you uh, that's good for you, yeah. or are they all really high in sugar as opposed to just drink water? Yeah, I, you know, generally water is just fine for the majority of the population. Um, for a professional athlete, they may need a little bit more. We do special recovery shakes that have a little more protein, that specifically leucine, which helps with muscle recovery, and some of the micronutrients. 
Um, but you'll see people who maybe go to the gym for 20 minutes and they're eating a power bar and drinking a Gatorade just for 20 minutes. And it's just totally washing away their effort, right? And right. so for the most part, water is just fine unless it's hot and you're sweating out you know, a lot of electrolytes. And then you will need to replace them with some, some, something salty. If you have a tendency to cramp up when you work out, mm -hmm. are those beneficial, those drinks, or is it still water? So if you're somebody who cramps, you want to look at the source of the cramp. Are, are you just dehydrated? Did you enter into your contest without being adequately hydrated? And then it's kind of hard to catch up. Um, if you're somebody who pays attention to the hydration status and you know that you're very well hydrated but you're still cramping, then you may need to take an electrolyte solution to help with the cramp. Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to dissuade anybody from doing it. But like yep. I said, the vitamin water zeros that I take, mm -hmm. they seem to have no sugar, no, they're all zeros, right. I mean, uh, essentially. Should I just, should I not waste my money and just drink water? Or, or is, the, is, the, is it beneficial to a certain degree or is the real drawback for the average person is that they're just loaded, for the most part, they're just loaded with too much, is it sugar that they're really pretty much loaded with? Or? Yeah. Um you know, you look at the ingredients of um, some of these replacement drinks, and I tend to raise a flag if I see artificial ingredients. So we don't like to use products that have artificial colors and artificial flavorings. A lot of the research has shown that even the diet sodas and right. diet drinks, they tend to um, still create the sweet sensation cravings. Um, and they're they're kind of the same as the regular. Well, we've heard that you know, if you're going to drink diet pop, yeah, you might as well just drink a real pop. Yeah, I mean, is is because it, it's not. Yeah, it's it's more psychological in your own mind because it's not the benefit that you think you're getting. Yeah. Now I am a fan of these waters that have fruit essence, like um, hint water, mm -hmm. um, just a little bit of flavoring from real fruit. Um, I think those are delicious and. You can see we go through a lot of mineral water here. Um, the guys are really big on getting uh, some of the minerals from the carbonated mineral water, which doesn't have any calories or sweeteners. Now, mineral, mineral water, you know, everybody, when they think mineral water, they think that it's going to be sort of like castor oil or something. That no, it's, it's just like, like a, the San Pellegrinos and Perrier's, those. Those are good. Yeah. And, and, and everything that's good for you, again, people tell me, seems to be really expensive. Yeah. Is it true, or is there, is there, you know, you know, can people do? You know, so you say, yeah, hey, I'd like to. I'm as much as the next guy, but when I look at the five dollar menu or the dollar menu, as opposed to this is good for you, but it's going to cost me like fifty bucks. Yeah. Um, but I, is I, it coming down? Is the price? Is it? Yeah, I I think you know when you buy at the big box stores like the Costco's, then it's not quite as pricey. But you can make your own lemon water, right, and put it in the I fridge, do. and it's delicious. I do. So that's not expensive. Right, right. I, I buy lemons. So much better. One lemon soda. in a two-quart pitcher. You down that. It flushes out all the excess sugar and sodium in your body because it's a diuretic, which means you urinate. Yep. And it, comes, it flushes right out of your body. I mean, le lemon water, and I've been a big proponent, yep. believe it or it's not, great. of lemon water for years. Yep. I've told, I tell everybody about it, and everybody who does it can feel energy. Yeah. It is a great thing. It is. It is. Plus, you get a little vitamin C. 
You know, I'd, I'd say the biggest advice during the holiday season is just kind of watch all that added extra sugar and plan ahead for your indulgences. Uh, maybe do, you know, a little extra walk. And again, think about the friends that you want to spend time with. Maybe instead of going to the party, you go to yoga or you go for a morning walk and, um, you know, get some physical activity in so you're planning ahead for the day. <laughs> just, just, or not. I'm, like, I'm looking at my buddies that I get together with during the holidays. Hey guys, let's go to yoga. <laughs> let's go do a walk. They're, okay, they're, they're going to crucify me. Okay, let's go play basketball. <laughs> right, right, yeah. You don't know these guys. Or skating, right? Go play hockey. <laughs> ping pong. We've got the ping pong table here in, in uh, the, the locker room. Boy, okay. I'll, I want to lose my friends. I'm sure that's what I'll do. No, no, I'm just, I'm well, just you, teasing. You, know, you just look at all the days in the season, and I, I like to um, put it into the context that this year, Christmas, and New Year's falls on a Monday, right. right? And so Mondays traditionally are wah wah. It's Monday, right, right. <laughs> you know. So instead of looking at it negatively, thinking about how do you win your Monday? What can you do to win your Monday? And um, getting off to a really great start in the morning, just going for a run, a t ten minute run, or we do the uh, a little contest here where um, there's a fitness test. Can you do a hundred burpees in ten minutes or less? So um, that's a great fitness challenge. You 100 can do it, burpees, burpees, um, like the like traditional turf? football down ups. You know. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. so yeah, hundred of those are. in ten minutes. How about if you have joint problems? <laughs> Go slow. Um, but, but that's a really good gauge of fitness, and yeah. you can do that anywhere. But any type of activity where you can do for just 10 minutes, maybe 100 push-ups or whatever it is for you, just to get something in and get your blood flowing in the morning and starting your Monday out really great, taking the dog for a walk, right? Right, right. Taking the dog for a walk. Now, if you have cats... Uh, what do you do? Just chase them around the chase house? Chase them around the house. <laughs> Throw the catnip. <laughs> really? Yeah, the problem is, is even getting them the, enough energy so they'll even run away from you. Yeah. Usually they just sort of look at you like, man, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you really want to be fit, you should be a dog owner. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of cat owners now are offended. I have a lot. I have a lot of cats, so trust me. Yeah, when you chase travel, them around. Yeah, chase them around. Okay. Uh, one other thing before we get into the questions, and we do have many, and you know we're running out of. Uh, well, we're running out of time okay. here. I mean, I'd like to keep this to about an hour, but we're already, you know, we've got a lot more to do. Um, but one thing that you said is vitamin D. So one thing that I have done, which you know we don't get enough of is no matter how bright it is outside or if it isn't bright outside, when I get into the car to start driving, to start my day, I don't put on my sunglasses immediately. Mm -hmm. I give myself a good five minutes or yep. so. You said the last time that that's a good thing that everybody probably should do because your eyes would absorb the sunlight, vitamin D, and not that it's going to clear your deficiency that I think no, most of us right. have, but it's a good start. It's a great start for resetting your circadian clock in the morning. So that light behind the eyes can help set you up for a good night's sleep. So that's the real benefit there. Um, it's simply not hot enough in Michigan for us to activate that vitamin D oh, between okay. like October and May. So we're really dependent on either the food that we're eating or taking a vitamin D supplement. 
so I, how about looking into the microwave and turning it on? <laughs> Does no. that do anything? No, don't do that. <laughs> no, really? Don't do that. <laughs> I, you know, before you can't look at there it. Are, uh, there are different lights that can help with the deficiency, but it might might be easier for you to um, just concentrate on getting some good D in your diet. Well, the microwave has gone from you can't look at it at all mm -hmm. to I see people like just constantly staring, thinking that it's even going to be <laughs> faster. So, so probably still you shouldn't look into the microwave. Not for your vitamin D deficiency, no. <laughs> really? I, I'm not on anything here? No. No. <laughs> really? No. But that would be pretty good though, wouldn't it? <laughs> I think. So, all right, well, okay, let's move on to some questions. We have a lot of questions. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, really, I didn't mean to throw you for a loop, I was just wondering. Because it is light. It's not the right type of UVB light. So don't even even. D. How no, about these new not light to my knowledge. These new light bulbs. These, you know, the. Yep, there the, are there are definitely lights that can help with the activation of vitamin D. Because yep. I bought these lights for the out, uh, outside, and they're called like light, light like sunlight lights. Yep. And you can tell when they're on at night. I mean, they yeah. they kind of glow. But that's still not good for vitamin D. Um, there, there are certain sunlights that are for seasonal affective disorder that, really? that do activate the vitamin D. So yeah, you would want to check with your what, physician. What are they like fifteen hundred dollars a bulb? <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, they're they're probably pricier. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Okay, let's go. This is uh, Tony from Garden City. Okay. Good dieting plan for bulking up, gaining muscle mass, and I think he's probably saying without using any performance enhancing yeah, drugs. for sure. <laughs> I would hope so, yes. For bulking up cleanly. So, so for bulking up cleanly, you know, you want to look at what the goals are. Um, if it's for a specific sport, where the muscle mass needs to be gained in working with somebody who really understands what type of exercises are required to go along with the food. Um, we tend to find that men who have a difficult time bulking up usually are uh, higher metabolism guys or maybe they're younger uh, along the puberty scale so maybe 17 18 where their hormones just haven't set them up enough to to actualize their mm -hmm. muscle mass to their genetic potential so we look at optimizing calories throughout the day um, so for sure never skipping meals having breakfast lunch and dinner and then building in some great snacks that maybe are a little bit higher in the monounsaturated fats which help as what we call precursors to making testosterone so things like nut butters on a banana or an apple a handful of nuts avocado toast those kind of snacks can really help and then before bed taking in um, a protein shake that um, is you know a good 20 grams of protein um, so while you're sleeping your your muscles can uh, utilize that protein for making more muscle mass so and I guess the key here for someone that's in a gym or working out and is serious about yeah. this is there's really no shortcuts I mean if you're taking supplements or shooting something into you yep. you're not really it's not really beneficial because it's not really through a natural right we, we actually find that real food is so much better than most of the supplements out there um, especially you know for for people who have the luxury that they can eat a lot of calories 
and they're paying attention to their breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So let's say um, you're taking in a good 20 to 30 grams at breakfast, maybe 40 grams at lunch, 40 grams at dinner, and then 20, 30 grams before bed. That amount of protein um, is necessary for building muscle, um, and we don't. Our bodies don't make protein, so we have to have it at every meal. Wow, I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, so so probably the the biggest tip for uh, somebody wanting to bulk up is getting protein in with each meal throughout the day, and then before bed taking in an extra serving. Wow. Okay. The next one is Joey from Macomb. He wants to know the best way to stay away from sodium during the holidays, which is sodium is salt. Yeah. So that would be um, probably you want to bring a dish to the parties you're invited to. <laughs> right. So, so for example, you can buy in bulk unsalted nuts. But if you go to anybody's party, most likely you're going to have salted cashews and peanuts. Like there's salt on most everything. Right, but you right. can buy the unsalted versions. I know, again, like Costco sells a big canister of unsalted nuts, which are fantastic. So if you're somebody sensitive to sodium, then it's important um, to try to stay away. Using fresh herbs and spices to season food instead of sodium. So looking at the herb blends to make sure that sodium's not included in the ingredient list. So you can get you know beautiful roasted garlic um, to, to flavor, rosemary, thyme. Those are so delicious that those are the flavors that really stand out and you don't need the salt when you have those available. And then also maybe adding things like mint to your water, um, you know, just awesome. And then working up a good sweat. So when, when you sweat, then you're losing some of that salt. Really, that's true. And that's why you see, depending on what the salt content is, yep. and we're all different, yep. a lot of players, yep. if you see where they sweat in white underneath, yep. that means they're sweating out a lot of salt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've heard from a dietitian when you're looking at food labels, if it has 500 mg or less, it's okay for you. Uh, not necessarily 500, because if you typically you want to only take in about 2,000 milligrams in okay. a day. So if you're getting 500 in one food, well, I, I usually look under. I mean, you know, I'm usually uh, yeah. looking for, you know, but. But, but 500 would be the max in one particular food that you could go. Is that for, for sure? Um, and then you want to look at how much of that you would be consuming. So it's 500 per serving. Well, right, right. Yeah, that's so the thing that's that you have to look. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you have to look yeah. and think, okay, this thing is it's pretty big, but yeah. it's only 500. You know, so, sodium is naturally found in you know milk. It's found in vegetables. So we're, we're getting salt throughout the day in all of our whole foods as well. Now, old wives' tale or not, is that regardless of your culture or your race or your heritage and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, Human beings crave one thing and one thing only, universally, mm -hmm. is salt. Mm -hmm. Is that true? It's, it's a protective me mechanism for our body to make sure that we're regulating. So there definitely is a physiologic craving for sodium. Um, I would argue that we now have engineered sugar cravings <laughs> as well. So the right. food industry has designed food um, such that we crave fat, sugar and salt <laughs> so now we're craving all three but sodium really? for sure um, and it, again it helps us regulate our blood pressure but what's most important to realize is that it's the potassium that is so important so when we are eating too much uh, sodium in our foods 
oftentimes we're shortchanging potassium, and potassium is found in fresh fruits and vegetables. And potassium is good for you. Very good for your blood pressure. Yeah, very good for you to have. Yeah. Really? So, uh, so, so we so want to try to pay attention to getting more potassium, okay. less sodium. It's, and potassium is, you said it's like fruits and vegetables? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have a lot of potassium. Yeah, one thing that I've heard that if you're diabetic, and I guess like almost all of America is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> many are at risk for type 2 diabetes right, or their pre-diabetes right. yeah. that really bananas are not that great for you so I, I used to because of cramping or if I wanted to work out I thought bananas potassium is good for your muscles so you won't cramp and now I'm told you know because I'm like I'm my blood sugar is borderline I okay. mean but, for type but two. let's be honest Americans are not developing type 2 diabetes because they're eating too many bananas well right okay so so that's not why. <laughs> it's it's the donuts and the cookies and the candy. It's not, not the, the gummy bears. Not, it's the rainbow, it's the Lisa. <laughs> so I would say if you don't want to spike a blood sugar with a banana, a great solution to that is maybe to put a little bit of peanut butter or almond butter on your banana so the protein, the fat, and the carbohydrate all balance out. Is Nutella good for you? No. It's not? No. Okay. no. Um, hazelnut butters are fine. Um, um, unfortunately, as delicious as Nutella is, it has a hydrogenated fat. So it, Ooh, that's not that's something not that we I, even I know that's yeah. not good for yeah. you. Okay. Well, let's continue here. Um, this is from Larry from Livonia. The best holiday meal to get lean, I guess, would be don't eat a holiday meal. <laughs> so the, the best holiday meal to get lean um, my answer would be one meal is not going to get you lean, right? <laughs> um, it's got to be the, the choices that you make over and over in, in what you're doing throughout the holiday season. So again, moderation. Um, but your definition and my definition of moderation might be different. So some, some even joke that moderation kills if you have the wrong definition of what's moderation. Right. So I would say making sure that your, your plate is filled with at least half of the colorful fruits and vegetables because they are so much lower in calories, but they're so high in fiber and they're so high in nutrients that you just feel so much better eating like that. And then Lisa from Riverview just wrote portion control question, meaning... How, what's the right portion, I guess, is what she's trying to get at. Yeah, and again, like the portion control for somebody like Dylan Larkin versus myself is going to be very different. Right. So um, paying attention to your hunger cues, being mindful of how full you are and slowing down, enjoying the bites. They say that like after four bites of ice cream, you're not even like enjoying it anymore. So it's really just like the first four that satisfy you. So I would say portion control is, you know, being mindful of are you still hungry or have you had enough of a taste of that delicious treat that you can be done. I don't mean this as a smart aleck. Is a, is a bite of ice cream a teaspoon, a tablespoon? <laughs> I mean, what, 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 how, what constitutes a bite? Because some people have big mouths. They, they, could, be, they, could, they could take in a full scoop with their mouth. Is that what, and they say, that's one bite. Okay, that, for the sake of this discussion, yes. let's just say a teaspoon. A teaspoon, so four teaspoons of ice cream. Good luck with that one, Lisa. That's, okay. that's a tough sell. That's a tough sell. Or, all right, how about this? A small right. cone. A small, a small cone? cone. Yeah. Sugar cone or the, the one that has no flavor to it? 
<laughs> That's the one I eat though all the time. Skip the cone. No cone at all. Just, huh? just yeah, just have. What uh, high in carbohydrates or? Well, that along with the sugar and the ice cream, you're probably going to be more than 25 grams. Yeah. So we should. Everybody should carry like a Swiss Army knife that has a little t <laughs> teaspoon on it and, and eat that way. No, that's not realistic, and that's not what I'm suggesting. But really paying attention, like if you only get your favorite from your you know aunt helen once a year then then certainly enjoy that right but if you're doing ice cream because it's up in the press lounge every night that you're working that's going to be too much for right, you, right right that's true that's true all right this is from uh, uh stacy from royal oak and it's actually kind of two questions combined um, i drink a lot of protein shakes with raw eggs are raw eggs good to eat is cookie dough bad to eat? So the re reason, yeah. I guess the reasoning is, is listen, you know, you tell me, I, people are always taking raw eggs and then people, but you're telling me don't eat cookie dough because it contains raw eggs. What's, what's going, plus probably cookie dough probably contains a lot of stuff that isn't good for you. So yeah. the whole raw egg debate, I guess. Yeah, actually it's a, um, a food safety issue for, uh, you're taking a chance. Um, for developing salmonella, which is a foodborne illness. If you eat raw cookie dough. And raw eggs, both. Oh, really? Yeah, so the recommendation is to, to not do that, yeah. So if you... So, so I would substitute the protein that you're getting from your raw eggs um, with uh, like a protein powder. So you're giving your secret shake that we... I'm not even yep. gonna answer what the ingredients well, are. Well, there, there's but, a lot of... But if a guy cracks an, an egg in and opens it yeah. down, you would say, hey, don't do that. I, I would say not to do that. We, we, we don't do that here. They really need to be cooked um, because of the risk for salmonella. Um, but there's a lot of great protein powders out there. There's a lot that are based on like pea protein. We, we like Garden of Life a lot. Um, and that's found in a lot of stores, so you could just put a scoop of that in for extra protein. Okay. But it's great that she's paying attention to the fact that she needs protein. Um, control stress eating and binge eating. A lot of people like myself. I mean, I, if, if when I start eating sometimes, I just can't stop. Yep. And a lot of it might even be stress. I, I think a lot of people are stress eaters. Yep. This time of year is... Even though it's the most wonderful time of year, mm -hmm. or at least that's what the Christmas Carol tells <laughs> that's us. What they tell us. <laughs> yes, is yeah. that is that it's really stressful because you have gifts. You know, you yep. you, know, you got to pick up relatives yep. or whatever. You're you're planning the house, the party. What? How do you control stress and binge eating when, especially I guess stress eating because you know as as we've advanced here, I, I can go back 20 years ago, I don't even think I ever heard the term stress. Yeah. You know, and now all of a sudden that seems to be the, you know, the real culprit in all of this. So I would, I would suggest um, having a plan uh, throughout the holidays for what you purchase. So I wouldn't stockpile my house with like all the seasonal foods that are uh, high in fat and calories. I would try to um, stock up on things that if you do overindulge they're not going to be as offensive so really delicious hard um, purple grapes um, are a great example so having a baggie of grapes around so if you're wrapping presents or carrots so the things that you mindlessly eat that are portion control nightmares mm -hmm. if those can be somewhat satisfying without being super offensive like you don't want to overdo it on you know 
a whole apple pie, right, while you're wrapping presents, because that's just not going to make you feel good at the end of the yeah, night. Yeah, so, so how beverages, the music's yeah, going. Beverages. So, so that's a great suggestion. You know, make make a delicious pot of coffee, flavored coffee or tea, and have that. Maybe um, put out some dark chocolates or some cashews, pistachios, where you have to peel the pistachio, so it's not just taking in a handful of already shelled pistachios, so it slows you down a little bit. So look at what your own triggers are and try to avoid the mm -hmm. portion control nightmares. And then look for opportunities to like really de-stress the holidays. So whether it be Things like giving back in, in your own way. It could be adopting a family, you know, putting your stress and energy into something else, maybe decorating for your church. Doing something that makes you yeah, feel good. Yeah, ringing the bell for the Salvation Army. I know our coaches and, and Kenny Holland does that. Um, sing Christmas carols to your neighbors. Shovel snow for an elderly neighbor. Um, work at a soup kitchen. There's so many other meaningful ways Give back. That, that you can de-stress. And like I said, the yoga or just taking a breath, being mindful of deep breaths, doing some type of meditation, going for a walk, take that dog or chase your cats around. <laughs> just doing something to, to disconnect from what the stress is, realizing it will pass and look look for the good in the season, the family members that really bring you joy. And if you really don't like all the adults, then go find the kids. Play tag really? with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sit at the little kids' yep. table. Their portions yep. tend to be yep. smaller. Yep. Uh, I think you've kind of answered this, but Andrea from Detroit wants an alternative uh, to holiday treats. Is it is it instead of um, having a bowl full of chips or something, have... Uh, Carrot slices or celery slices, yeah, or, with, uh, but people use dip on those too, and right. the dip's I, probably not good. You know, I think a really nice alternative is to to do festive popcorns, right? So making a big um, container of popcorn and uh, dressing those up with different seasonings. Um, that's something that you not can, salt or butter, right? <laughs> right. That's something you can have a lot uh, a lot of handfuls of. Um, so maybe putting a little parmesan or some spices, mm. cinnamon. So making some different popcorns. All right, now this one is from Andrew in Royal Oak, and he has microwave, oven, toaster oven, crock pot. And I want to throw in, it was in the yesterday's uh, Sunday newspaper, this I'm, crock pot on steroids. I mean, it's, it can do everything. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it, it's a steamer. It yeah. can make yogurt. It, yeah. I, I probably could make ice cream. Yeah. I forget exactly what it's called. Yeah. Um, but that's like the really hot Christmas item. Is it better to use one over the other? Um, if you had to, should you always use an oven? Should you just cook your food that way? Or is microwave no. okay? Toaster oven? Crock pot good? Yeah, I, I would say, you know, based on your schedule, your family routines. Um, there's many families that like pressure cookers and crock pots because when they come home after a long day, it's just ready. So doing, doing a stew or a chili or a soup, those are great alternatives. Everybody eats differently. Everybody has different seasonal favorites. And so depending on what those are, if you're warming up in the microwave, what some of our guys, they'll just take a sweet potato They'll cut it in half, poke it with a fork, put it in the microwave for six minutes, and then on t while that's heating up in the microwave, they'll peel an avocado, they'll get some spinach, some hummus, some salsa, black beans, 
throw it on the sweet potato and they've got like a pretty full meal that is just so full of the rainbow, the colors, the micronutrients, and that is done in six minutes. So I'm not opposed to the, the microwave. I think, you know, your traditional holiday dinners probably take a little longer and might need the real oven right, <laughs> as right. opposed to the microwave oven. But um, whatever works for the families um, that that we're so hard on ourselves, this idea of perfection and it has to be this and these really elaborate fussy recipes. We just need to stay away from those and do what tastes great that that has real ingredients that's not processed from a box and you know, just enjoy that and, and the, the family members that we like. Well, <laughs> that's a much deeper issue we'll have to explore here for you, Lisa. Uh, well, I've got that brother that gets me the bacon flavored candy canes and right. doesn't well, yeah, tell we, me we until I lick them. Because he loves you, though. Yeah. That's why he's doing yeah. it. He's doing it to tease you. Okay. Yeah. We also have uh, a few more questions, and then I have some uh, old wives' tales. Um, okay. Uh, we kind of asked this, but, but we can reiterate this creative way to get the family moving at a long Christmas party. Is that just... Yeah, a... I, I love like just getting up and going outside for a snowball fight if there's snow on the ground or like we said, the pond hockey, the flag football. We did one um, party where we were trying to do a contest to see if you stack boxes on top of each other, different size presents, and you sit on the floor Indian style and then you stand up. With, while holding the presents. So you're just up and down how many times you can do that. So we have a lot of strange competitions. You sounds like you guys are a load of fun. Yeah, or, or like you said with your Fitbit, you know, upping your steps, um, doing a family competition, who can have the most steps um, by, by Christmas dinner. Uh, so it really gets you moving around. And then some of some of the old games, charades, Twister, you know, there's so many throwback games that are a lot so of fun. So whoever wins this competition, do you give them a carrot or something? They, they, whoever loses washes the dishes. Oh, really? Is that it? Okay. Well, that's yeah. pretty good incentive. Yep. Uh, here's one that's always interesting because uh, I guess depending on whether it tastes good or not, because they're, they're, they, they vary in taste, what are your thoughts on fruit cake? Is it fruit or is it a cake? <laughs> well, it depends if it's soaked in vodka, right? <laughs> or gin or whatever, whiskey, the, all those uh, rum, rum cakes, right? Right, yeah, um, the, which are really good for you. Yeah. Um, so if you know the recipe, then that would be in moderation. If it's uh, decadent in uh, some of the other high calorie um, sugared foods or if it's mostly like apple cakes and things like that are those are uh, definitely better for you but the fruit cake that has like the green and the red things in them yeah yeah is that can what is that I stuff? don't know what that is <laughs> I don't need that for you, right? no no I would say bring bring your own make your own recipe there's uh, again a lot of our guys uh, from Europe they make these traditional um, dried fruit cakes. Um, I know some from Russia who do this. Uh, they have ap dried apricots and uh, figs and dates. But again, is those, the cake itself moist? Yeah, and, and it's soaked in rum. But many of those dried fruits are very concentrated and a little bit higher in sugar. So again, moderation. How can I prevent hangovers if I have one too many drinks on New Year's Eve? Is there yeah. a hangover cure? So I, I would say for the hangovers, um, paying attention to your hydration is really key. Avoiding the aspirin um, because it's uh, activating that same P450 uh, 
for metabolizing with the liver. So that's not going to help at night. So I would say definitely taking in good amounts of water, alternating your drink with water, and then maybe some extra B vitamins. Yeah. And the seaweed. <laughs> See, and the seaweed. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to start eating the seaweed bits once I Chlorella. can find them. Yep. The Corella? Corella. Okay. Um, one thing that people think is a great hangover cure is once you've indulged, you know, all you have to do is go to a 24-hour diner or restaurant mm -hmm. or something, and everyone is loading up on a cheeseburger or, mm -hmm. or uh, you know, yeah. the, uh, the omelets and fries. i got to eat something, then I'll wake up and I won't. Or... Or go to White Castles. I mean, I had a tendency there when I was a much younger man. The double uh, cheeseburgers from White Castle, <laughs> mustard and double and pickle only, and stuff those in my mouth. But I knew that maybe I should pull back on drinking. Is that one morning I opened up my car and I had a stack of them there. And don't remember buying them. That's a really long story. Do not do not do that. That's when I that's when I really really cut down on uh, partaking in the beverage. Uh, true confession. I probably shouldn't have said that. But drink in moderation for sure, and always have a designated driver. Yeah. Um, but that's not good for you, right? I mean, um, people think these big greasy foods, if you put that in your system, somehow is is, is going to help your hangover. Um, yeah, that's not good for you. So we know that heart attacks go up during the Christmas season. Really? But, but you <laughs> know what I'm a, talking this is about. a true thing, yes. People think that that's, that's some sort of But elixir. hospitals are busy over the holidays because of these indulgences. So, so mixing these very high-fat, saturated-fat, artery-clogging meals, they induce heart attacks. So I would not advise going through the greasy hamburger drive through I don't know. I, I know if you live on the Ann Arbor area, but you know, I used to love Roy Squeeze In. Those burgers are delicious. Probably not the best thing no, for you. No. So I would say. And Roy, Roy's is packed. If you're going to bed and you really need something before, maybe just indulging on a brownie instead. Uh, this year, there's a lot of Christmas movies that are tradition, as yes. we already said. We yep. have Home Alone. One that I thoroughly enjoy. And yep. I, I can't see enough of is Elf. Yes. I think it's funny and it's sweet and it has, you know, it's a good holiday. It has a good holiday message. It does. Bob Newhart. Our you favorite. Know, yeah, yep. right. I mean, you know, he's, you know, he's classic, uh, you know, goes back and, uh, uh, but Buddy says that, <laughs> that there's four Elf food groups. Uh, candy, candy canes, candy corn, and maple syrup. And Elf's, I think, are immortal. Are we missing something here? Does Buddy have it right? Yeah, but Buddy has it right. So I, I, I think maybe my daughter sent this question in. <laughs> this is her favorite movie. Um, so the, the, again, the sugar at Christmas time has to be something we pay attention to, but definitely indulge and enjoy a sweet treat now and then for the holidays. So Buddy doesn't have it right? Buddy Buddy has it partially right. I think if you're you're putting maple syrup on your pasta that it might be too much sugar. Really? But maple syrup is good. Maple syrup in small amounts is just fine. Again. On, on a nice pancake moderation. Now, there's a couple of old wives tales that I want to throw by and then mm -hmm. we'll try to we're going to run this up we're a little over an hour now but it's really moved by fast because okay. we had the, okay. <laughs> the the television go off on us here um, I have heard that if you take your Christmas cookies and you dunk them either in coffee 
or milk that they lose half of their calorie content. Is, is that true? <clears throat> that is not true. However, I will say caffeine causes us to mobilize free fatty acids for fuel. So if you are moving, caffeine does help us to burn fat a little bit more. Really? So in a way it could help you because it does you not are cut them by half. But you are moving. Yes. <laughs> You've got to do something. You can't just... to your mouth. <laughs> yes. That's a movement. Yes. Yes. All right. So we, we use caffeine strategically um, to, to help us with preserving our glycogen stores, but when you're indulging with a cookie, you are going to spike your blood sugar. Now this one has a little bit of a, I don't know if a religious overtone is okay. proper, but if you chug a half, a quart, no, not a half gallon, a quart of eggnog, an angel gets its wings. Is that true? And eggnog is great for you. Uh, <laughs> I would say that probably is true. <laughs> really, 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 really. <laughs> so chuggy and eggnog, because I, I feel like I can't keep saying no, or you're not going to invite me back no, because no, I'm the fun no, sucker. No, oh no, no! Next, I already have our next episode planned. We're going to have you after everyone blows their New Year's resolution and, and turns out to gain all this winter weight. We'll have yeah. you on right when spring hits. Okay. Just you know, okay. and Easter's kind of early this time. year. Yeah. But but but. So what about eggnog? I mean, I like to spike it, and that's the only way I think I'll drink it. I've never liked it. Mm -hmm. To me, it can't be good for you, right? No, it, it's not. Um, it's very heavy on, on the cream. It's high in saturated fat. They're all are great alternatives. I know Trader Joe's has an almond eggnog because I bought it. <laughs> Is it good? And, um, I think it tastes great, yeah. It's, uh, uh, you kind of <laughs> hesitated there. Just give it a try. Give right. it up in mind. Yeah. How about if you spike it with liquor? Is, is, <laughs> does it take away some of the non-beneficial benefits? No. 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 So you can't put whiskey in it and drink eggnog in some. Okay, no. But an angel does get its wings if you can chug a whole quarter The angel, of it. she gets her wings. Yeah, really? Mm -hmm. She? She oh, gets her wings. Oh, the so angel angels gets her are can angels be men? They, they can be men. Okay, all right. He gets his wings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna we could go on with old wives' tales. Yeah. Um, but finally, people are listening to this. They're being thoroughly entertained by you as usual, Lisa. <laughs> and now they're thinking, okay, Lisa, we we've heard what the Red Wings have to do. We hear what you you know. You've answered our questions. But can you put this like in a nice little bow for us, a nice little package, a, a holiday Christmas package sure. for us of what we really should okay. be remember out of this besides the high entertainment value? So I would, I would just say maybe take advantage of the people that you love, that you want to be around, that maybe you don't get to see often, have great conversations with those that you only see every year. Um, not not focusing so much on food maybe like the real source of hunger might be that you're starving for a hug or a laugh um, somebody to hold your hand fill up with those genuine connections with with the people that bring you joy um, the emotional cravings and enjoy those special times because every year the, the people around the table change, right? Right, um, that's very true. So enjoy the enjoy the little ones. Go outside, uh, work up some some great um, physical activity calories so that you can have grandma's 
pumpkin pie. Right. So, yeah, I mean, what a great message because really it is, well, you're, it's a high stress area, mm -hmm. but if you're with the people that you love and that make you comfortable yep. and, you know, unfortunately, you know that, you know, boy, uncle so-and-so's not looking too good. <laughs> this, this, this might be it at Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really should spend some time yeah. with him. Uh, and, and say no to the things that don't bring you joy. Really? Don't, don't put yourself through it. Just say no. And if you tick off Aunt Becky, because you're not going to eat her fruitcake, so be it. I, I think for the most part, we, we tell ourselves that story, but really people are in their own heads. I don't think they're really looking at our plates. I don't think Aunt Betty's going to be upset. Or, or take the take it from Aunt Betty, take a bite, walk away, and don't let her see you throw the rest in the garbage. <laughs> how, how about if you have a mother, although she's passed yeah. away, my mother, but who is Greek, and they just shove crap on your plate no matter what. It's, you can't take no for an answer, because there's gotta be a lot of, like, it's just not the Greek culture. Yeah, I, I get good at this. You just lie and say you have a bellyache. Say, my, I'm, I don't feel so Fain good. Sickness. Fain sickness. <laughs> Sorry, I what just... a great Christmas message. Very <laughs> yeah. holiday like. Yep. Or, or say you just came from another party and you had to eat there and you're just not hungry. What a way to end it, Lisa. You get us all reflective about <laughs> yeah. our family. We're yep. all feeling good and then you tell us the lie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if it's for your own health, you're looking out for yourself. You have to put yourself first, your own health first. It's that, that old message of put your own oxygen mask on first so then you can take care of others. You have to be healthy to take care of your family. You know, Lisa, I, I really do mean, I love having you on. I really enjoy it. You, you put up with me. I, I know I'm a jackass sometimes. No, I, I love your questions. You know, so, so I appreciate it. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. You too. And Thank you. We'll have you on very, very soon. Okay. I, I truly appreciate it. But I'm serious. The next one probably should be when everybody blows the resolution, okay. puts on all the winter weight. Holiday reset. And then boom. Let's see what to do springs. Thank you very much. Thanks, Art.